0: Ho, ho, ho. Merry
1: Trashmas.
2: Trashmas everyone and welcome to Save Trash Cinema the podcast where exploitation and exploration come together. It is I your guide through trash cinema your favorite festive dumpster girl Sydney Darty.
1: Oh Jesus Christ Sydney what are you fucking doing right now?
2: Uh, What do you mean?
1: What are you doing on my podcast?
2: Well I mean I've heard this thing like a million times so I might as well just keep going for it right?
1: Oh, Jesus. All right, fine, fine, fine. Welcome, everyone, to Save Trash Cinema, the podcast. Uh, I'm your favorite dumpster boy, Cayman Darty, And on today's episode, we're strapping ourselves with hair dryers and antifreeze <laughs> when we take on the horniest mutant killer snowman to ever grace the silver screen when we cover the 1997 Christmas horror film, Jack Frost. But before we get to that, I, you already know who one of the hosts is on this episode. Not that she needs any further introductions, my beautiful wife, and everyone's favorite dumpster girl, Cindy Darty.
2: hey oh. Had to get married to finally be on the show, but here we are.
1: Well, that's what you get for having groupies, right? And next <laughs> up, when putting together this episode, I thought to myself, if we're going to cover a movie about a really fucking horny mutant killer snowman, who would be better to bring on than our resident mouth of the South, Liz McLean?
0: I'll crack to that.
1: Yeah, um, beer crack moment. I am moment.
0: honored to be the horniest member of Save Trust Cinema <laughs> and I will wear that title with honor still waiting on a belt.
1: <laughs> we'll get that goddamn belt soon enough. But before we jump in uh, let's do a little quick housekeeping. We'd love it if you re-interviewed the podcast on your podcast app. Choice, don't forget, you could be on the show by submitting movie recommendations or by being a guest host by emailing us at savetrashcinema@gmail.com at gmail.com or you can DM us on Twitter at SaveTrashCinema or on Instagram at SaveTrashCinema as well. Make sure to check out last week's episode and we put the beef back in Santa when we covered the Goldberg-led Trashmas favorite, Santa sleigh. We'll be continuing to release mini shows, roundtable discussions, interviews, and even game shows so keep your eyes peeled for some exciting content coming down the pipeline but uh yeah that's enough housekeeping what do we say we get on with an overview of jack frost Jack Frost is a 1997 Christmas horror film directed by Michael Cooney and written by Cooney as well as Jeremy Page. Jeremy Page is best known for nothing. This is it. But that is how it goes here on Save Trash Center, the podcast. Now, Michael Cooney, on the other hand, is best known as the writer for the Ryan Felipe's, uh The Eye Inside, Julianne Moore's Six Souls, and a legitimately good crime thriller, Identity. It has uh, John Cusack, Amanda, Pete, Ray, yada, yada, yada. It's from 2003. Look it up. You'll love it. Honestly, Liz, I have a feeling you've probably seen this movie and love it.
2: Okay, but I was in third grade at that point. How old were you, Liz? Uh, In 2003,
1: you say? Uh Uh-huh. 2003. Six. Yeah. But I
0: have seen it. People can see it. But I have seen it.
1: Well, I know Sidney's just being an asshole. The story goes as such. A serial killer, Jack Frost, is genetically mutated by toxic waste after being left for dead following a car wreck on the way to his execution. After which, he becomes a murdering mutant snowman hell-bent on revenge for the sheriff who, sheriff who caught him, as well as anyone standing in his frostbitten way. The film stars Scott McDonald from Carnival, Jarhead, as well as the voice behind many different video game characters, Christopher Allport from Trapper John, M.D., looking at you, Keir Seward and your weird-ass Australian shows, Dead and Buried, and... Savage Weekend, which is another great trash film. And in her debut performance, we also have Shannon Elizabeth from American Pie, Scary Movie, Love Actually, and Jay and Silent Bob, Striped Back. The film runs for an hour and 29 minutes and has a Rotten Tomatoes score of 6%. What the fuck?
0: I, I just want to make it clear for the listeners at home that I saluted the entire time we were talking about Shannon Elizabeth because I have been in love with her since I was 11 years old.
1: Yes, So as has a lot of other horny people as well. (laughs) See, it tracks. It does. Now, the film is currently streaming on Tubi, or you can snag a really nice physical release on Blu-ray for around $20, which is definitely worth the price. I'd also be remiss if I didn't point out that Jack Frost got an official sequel in the year 2000 under the title Jack Frost 2 Revenge of the Mutant Killer Snowman, which is also on Tubi, and you're very fucking welcome. But with the thoughts out of the way, why don't we take some time to discuss some initial thoughts? We will start with you, my beautiful wife, Sydney. What are your initial thoughts going into Jack Frost?
2: Can I just say, I love that you keep calling me your beautiful wife because this does not happen often enough. Thank you so much.
1: Wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so
2: being married to uh, Trash Boy himself, uh, that's what it's called right trash boy trash trash boy dumpster Dumpster boy boy. but dumpster boy that's right dumpster boy fake fan um (laughs) we have watched quite a number of these films and there are quite a few that stick with me and this is one that has always stuck with me and so when I was invited to come do um, one of the Christmas films, I thought we've got to do Jack Ross because this one just, it sticks with you. 6%. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it sticks with a lot more people than 6% of people and sometimes in a good way. So uh, yeah, those are my initial thoughts. I'll definitely give you more later on as we go.
1: Well, thank you, Sid, the fake fan and apparently fake wife moving Fresh on wife. to moving on to the mouth of South Liz McLean. Tell my girl, what are you thinking about Jack Frost?
0: So, I'm going to be dead-ass honest. I didn't know this movie fucking existed. Like, I thought it was... Like, when you said, hey, we're doing Jack Frost, I was like, like, the family-friendly, like, Michael Keaton. Fuck Jack Frost?
1: Guy. I actually love Michael Keaton. I, I was going to say, movie.
0: don't you dare talk about my Beetlejuice like that. You better take it back. That's fair. That's fair. But, I yeah, so I really didn't have any kind of idea well i sort of had an idea of what i was getting into considering i was coming on here to talk about it um but i was excited you know i went in there with literally nothing i had no preconceived notions i had nothing i didn't even watch a trailer i just went on Tubi. jack frost made sure i was watching the right one because apparently it's a popular fucking title it's true and click play and here we are (laughs)
1: Well, that's fantastic. For me, Jack Frost is the seminal Christmas classic. I put it up there with the likes of Silent Night, Deadly Night, uh, Black Christmas, um, Santa Slay, which we covered last week. I love Jack Frost, and this was obviously the perfect format to do it, is on this show, as you said, because there is a lot of movies called Jack Frost, and you should not confuse this with the 1998, which is very important to point that out. This movie came out before the Michael Keaton film those guys are fucking cheapskates they're cheaters and they tried to steal the legacy from this movie
0: and, and they're, they're plagiarizers
1: they're fucking played i mean they're this the plot for both of these movies honestly side by are side really honestly no not at all but,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but okay. this movie Whoa. is one of
1: my personal favorites hence why we're doing it on the show for this trash miss hope everyone goes and checks out if you haven't watched it yet definitely probably watched this one before you listen to the rest of this episode because it's great or just listen to the rest of the episode then watch it i don't really care how you live your life but with that out of the way why don't we jump straight into the show jack frost everyone
2: one cold night science and evil collide oh yeah now a serial killer is on the loose He's giving cold-blooded a whole new meaning. Hell has just
0: frozen over
1: Jack Frost. Uncle Henry, tell me a story. We relayed a story about a serial killer, Jack Frost, a notorious killer as he wreaks havoc across seven states over five years. He is uncutchable until his body parts start showing up in meat pies around the country. He's eventually caught and is on his way to his execution. How do you guys like this, the opening of the film being like this creepy uncle telling like some little girl? And
2: about- like the little girl is not a
0: little girl. No,
2: it's I- It's definitely have- like a little boy or an older man using a little girl's voice.
0: It The little girl- the little girl's voice that's in the beginning while it's like show it's like the opening credits yeah it's like the credits and like it's like showing like everyone that's in the film and like worked on the film on christmas ornaments which i thought was really cute i was like oh look christmas horror movie ornaments oh my god it's great but then i started like i kind of was like took myself out of the visual and started like paying attention both like visually and with my ears i can't think of that word um and i was like Who is this fucking Discord kitten? That's this fucking (laughs) little girl voice, dude. That is someone who is a fucking Discord kitten as we speak. You can't change my mind.
1: What the fuck is a Discord kitten? I have no
0: idea.
2: What is that? (laughs) (laughs) Do we need to get into that right now? I feel like this. So
0: basically, there's like a bunch of like Discord servers where it's like women like making money of them doing like this, like. A lack of a better term like uwu voice that sounds exactly like that kid and they just have a bunch of like greasy men who never shower that like give them money and they're just all like oh yeah ooh, discord ooh, shit like that it, it, just look it up on your own time but i promise you it sounds exactly like that
1: well <laughs> you know what makes that whole thing you said just much worse writer director michael cooney actually did the voice of the man who tells the story of jack frost over the opening credits so who, who
2: did the girl who yeah did the girl the, right now? we
1: don't know that but i'm now assuming that michael cooney is a creepy greased up dude who lives in his mother's basement sorry yeah. michael cooney i i'm not well, saying also, i'm just saying but i'm not
2: let's add that and, and i don't want to keep further into these credits because you just have to watch them but it, the way that he's talking to a little girl is very aggressive
0: mm-hmm. he's going
2: into some serious detail about these killings and he's having a lot of fun doing it. It's not just Yeah, he I'm sounds horned up.
0: My <laughs> yeah, dude sounds my guy went from six to midnight very quickly at the beginning of this mm-hmm. fucking story. Like he was absolutely bricked up the entire time he's talking to this child.
1: Well, speaking of being bricked up, a state execution <laughs> van is driving down a snowy road with Jack Frost, the uh the serial killer, chained up in the back. They passed into a happily town of Snowminton the place where Jack was caught by the sheriff. Jack Frost ends up escaping his shackles and kills one of the guards in the back of the van. At the same time, the state vehicle crashes into another car, causing them both to careen off the side of the road. The other vehicle, a truck carrying toxic waste. Before Jack can escape, he's doused in toxic waste, melting him into the snow beneath him. His molecules reform with the ice beneath, leaving him nothing but a pulsating mound of snow on the ground.
2: Okay, but uh, is anybody else getting Zombiever vibes here? Because I feel like this was the intro to Zombievers as well.
1: Zombievers also came out like 10 years after this movie. So. plagiarizers. I'm telling you, Jack Frost paved the way for (laughs) pretty much every movie to ever exist after it.
0: I just want to say the crash scene, like, whenever the crash happens, because it's like a head-on collision, hilarious. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, the cinematographers were like, just spin the camera 360 degrees, they'll get it. Like, it was so <laughs> bad, and it was so funny, I was laughing my ass off. So I was like, yo, this crash scene is a joke. And the first kill of the movie really sucked, there was no blood.
1: Well, there was not even really a kill on screen. You just see the pulsating yeah, mound of snow, like a like. Getting no, close no, no, not Jack Frost.
0: Spot. Not when Jack Frost dies or oh, gets reinvented. Yeah, the, the wannabe yeah. cowboy guard in the back, because he He's like. Just, yeah. yeah, there's nothing. I was like, "Boo."
1: Yeah, well, they were saving. Oh,
0: you
2: see his face at the
0: end. Boo! Yeah, yeah boo!
1: Were, you're, we're saving the best for the rest of the movie. We got yeah. to see the sheriff and his wife driving down a road. We get a flashback to the sheriff. He's younger, happier. He approaches a man on the side of the road. Guess what? It's Jack Frost. After a tense standoff, the sheriff arrests him, and Frost tells him that is is one regret he will live to rue, and that he also will kill his entire family. The sheriff then pulls up back back in reality, back in the present, and he pulls up to the car wreck. He chats it up with the deputy, but they tell him this is a federal matter, and then he must leave. The next morning, they hear the news that Jack Frost has perished, and they go about their day as normal. The sheriff arrives into town to check out the snowman contest. After meeting with some of the locals, he drives off to the police department. The sheriff tries to throw away his kid's disgusting slot mess that he made him earlier that morning, but he thinks better of it and puts it back in his glove compartment. Inside the, the sheriff the, the police department, wherever the fuck they are in this place, he's alerted that someone has died.
2: Okay, but let's set the scene for the town because I definitely got Gilmore girl vibes from this town. Okay. It, it wants to make you feel like cozy and cuddly. And then there's all the kids and they're building snowmen. Mm-hmm. And, and Shannon
0: Elizabeth is there.
1: Mm-hmm. And Tommy
2: puts the boobs on the snowman. That's
1: mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: great.
1: And he tells Shannon Elizabeth, I didn't model this replica snowman <laughs> that looks just like you after you. Sure, you didn't, Tommy. Sure. Yeah. You didn't.
0: Bullshit. Um, so in this scene, like when we first get introduced to the, like the town, I was like, mm, "There's only snow on the ground. Where's the snow yes. on the rooftops?" I had the same And there's like literal paper ice, like icicles hanging off the roof, and I was like, "Hmm, where is this movie filmed at?"
1: That is actually a good question. Let me help you out with that.
0: The I already movie- looked it up, but I'll let you have it. Okay,
1: so the movie was shot in winter. So they attempted to do it. However, it was actually a drought that year, and there was obviously no snow on the ground. According to actor Scott McDonald, who is the titular Jack Frost, said the temperature went as high as 70 degrees on most days, uh, and that they had to swap in foam and cotton swabs to try to be used as substitutes for fake snow because mm-hmm. they weren't producing enough of it.
0: Yeah, it was, um, but it was filmed in California, like Berkeley, no, big, like Big Lake, California. Mm hmm. So I was like, oh, well, that tracks actually. And like, I was like, why is there no snow anywhere? And I was like, maybe I'm just being really critical. And then we got a close-up of the snow. I was like, oh, yeah, that's that's styrofoam. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's like cheese-grated styrofoam. Someone's fingers are aching in the back.
1: It's also <laughs> worth pointing out that this town has roughly like three buildings, and it's downtown. That's yeah,
0: it. and about 25 people.
1: And a total. sex motel. But we'll get to the sex mm-hmm. motel Oh yeah. Apparently the person who died was an old man who froze to death in a rocker outside of his house. The sheriff sends off his deputies while the sheriff goes to quote check on something and so he hits up the FBI for answers. How we got here, we don't know but apparently the FBI is the first person you call when a dead body shows up in town. So he calls up the FBI agent on the phone tells the sheriff that Frost is dead and then immediately hangs up. Afterwards he turns to someone and then plot dumps about how frost is now the result of some government experiment due to the accident and that he's got to hunt him down and kill him once and for all. At the police department, the locals are all there losing their shit and a local, a local shop owner announces to everyone that he's put all of the ammunition on sale because there is a potential serial killer on the list. That
0: guy's a businessman first and foremost.
1: Hundred uh, percent. Oh Next yeah, he's on
0: screen. He's like, "Oh my god, my store! I have this at my store. Twenty percent off!" And I'm like, "Everything what? is twenty percent
1: off. I'm like everything. Right, stop it. I,
0: I get it." it. <laughs> but what we didn't mention was um the first scene with the sheriff and his family, like outside of the car. Mm-hmm. When they're like, when you're like actually at his house, his kid is just fucking whipping it in the kitchen, and he's like, yeah. "Dad, I made you oatmeal." And it's like, it looks like fucking prison slop. And I was like, also the, the mess, world? the yeah. mess that the kid has like literal like, Oreos on
2: every countertop in the yes. fucking kitchen.
0: And they're just like, oh, Everywhere. that's just Terry. I don't remember the kid's name. Like, oh, that's just Terry. Uh, what? No.
1: Gordon Ramsay would be so fucking pissed off if he saw <laughs> yeah. that shit.
0: There, there's a, uh, where is it? Hold on.
1: That fucking kid and uh, oh, his floppy yeah. mess.
0: In my notes, I said, what the fuck is this kid on the Great British Baking Show? Like, <laughs> what is happening?
1: Honestly, I knew if, y'all would
0: enjoy that.
1: Honestly, if you remember the one episode where the guy tries to make the hanging spider, like, I would oh, yeah. eat this kid's slop before I ate that shit.
0: I, mm, I, 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 I just... Pfft.
1: Well, well, I also I felt bad because like no reason to live. So
0: the dad, <laughs> like when the sheriff like gets to the station, he's like, "Man, fuck this kid," and throws the fucking ziploc bag that he made him. He made this child put so much in. Like he put him one scoop in, and then he's like, "More, more, I want more." And then as soon as he gets to the station, he's like, yeah fuck this kid," and throws it away. And then he's like, "Oh." but I'll feel bad. He'll find out somehow. He's going to show up to my job and dig through the trash cans. So he just
1: digs it out and like puts it in his back pocket. That kid's a little psychopath. You saw what he just made. Of course, he's going to come and do some shit like that. Yes. Jesus. All right. So back at the sheriff's house, the wife has arrived and she's carrying groceries. She notices outside that there is a snowman in the yard inside the house. The son says he didn't make a snowman, but he will go out and decorate it. The sun starts to decorate the snowman and it grows a set of ice fangs. Before anything happens though, a bunch of hooligans show up and threaten to beat the ever-living shit out of the snot-nosed little brat, which, totally fair, I totally get it. Okay. My
0: favorite quote's in this
1: scene. What was the quote?
0: It was when the kid was like, because when the mom got there, she was like, oh, I like the snowman you built outside. He's like, I've been in here fucking slaving in this kitchen all day. I ain't been outside, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like oh well there's a snowman and it's not decorated and i have the stuff for it while i clean up your fucking mess again because you're an absolute terror and i wish i never had you Fuckin and it. yeah he fucking sucks and <laughs> he's like yay goes outside kid the fucking kids pull up and they're like hey bitch we're trying to skateboard or like sled or whatever but the like main bully says are you deaf as well as butt ugly and i was like not <laughs> That is such a middle school insult. Like, that would have made me cry myself to sleep for a week.
1: Honestly, though, the, the kid leave. is but ugly. So, you know, <laughs> it, it was a fair indictment. However, the bully, well, he gets his just desserts. Because as soon as he attempts to beat the shit out of the little ugly kid, uh, he gets tripped by the snowman. And as such, he falls to the ground as a sled rushes past and decapitates his ass.
0: Which was well deserved. Sick. It was such a sick like scene. It's like the heads flying. It's like, ah, oh. it's it was cool. I was like, damn. Oh, and cool. I
2: love too when they when they come to pick up the body afterwards and that the head is just in like a plastic see-through bag. Yeah, just, and you in, just in like see like, them lugging like- the head around. Mm-hmm. There's one more thing I want to mention here, too, before we leave this whole snowman bit, this original snowman bit, is that the little boy, I keep forgetting his name. Is it Billy?
0: Is Billy his name?
2: Uh,
1: I, might be wrong. I think gone. the son's name is Billy. Yeah, 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 Billy. Yeah, the son's name's Billy. Whoever this little so- no, shit, no, no, I no, no, no. The funny.
0: kid that died is Billy because that's Shannon Elizabeth's uh, brother.
1: You're oh, right. So the kid, kid
2: who, who died is Billy. I'll have to go back for the kid. We'll call it Terry. Anyway, Terry. <laughs> Terry does not know how to decorate a snowman on his own and has to have a fucking puppet as a reference. Yes, just to put eyes and a nose on the snowman yeah so loser. when when the bully comes up when billy comes up it's kind of it makes sense you know this guy can't even build a snowman without a
1: reference
0: yeah i would have bullied him too if that's what we're beating around
1: <laughs> yeah no 100 percent would have bullied this kid also i you know that i'm a huge proponent for kids dying on screen it's a perfect way to do it <laughs> yeah let them be run get over. Him out of here run over with the sled let's lose that head kid so everyone in the town apparently hears about the decapitation so all 25 of them come rushing <laughs> over to just hang out in the street and gawk and glare and point fingers because everyone hates the fact that the sheriff's son is 100 a homicidal maniac and he's blamed for the accident however the kid that butt ugly little fuck he starts screaming that the snowman did it because obviously the snowman did it obviously the snowman did it, guys. How can you not fucking understand? Jack, whatever, fuck it, we're moving on. Back at the dead kid's family's house. <laughs> fuck that kid. The dad keeps losing his fucking mind over their dead son. The wife, who is arguably brain dead. She's batshit crazy. She's just lost. But, but she was lost fair, in the head before this, her son To died. be
0: fair, like the first scene, like where you see Billy and Shannon Elizabeth's dad, mm-hmm. and he's just like, Going fucking ballistic on the sheriff, like I mean, he has every right. His son just died. Sure, he one hundred percent beats his wife. Like as soon as he got on screen, I was like, "That's an abuser." I I I, I see through you, babe. Like you're beating the fucking shit. Oh, you feel the submission, Mm -hmm. like you you. It's an instant vibe. Mm -hmm. I was like, "Mm, "This guy's a wife beater, million percent."
1: I have some good news for you, because the daughter Shannon Elizabeth. She says, Fuck you guys. I'm going to go blow off some steam. And we all know what that means because immediately after your brother is decapitated, you need to go fuck. So, yeah. Good on you, girl. You're
0: Shannon Elizabeth, for God's sakes. You can do whatever you want in my book. Fuck yeah. So,
1: the dad, also very upset, he decides to walk out to smoke his pipe like a full gentleman. Uh, But it's not too long before the mutant snowman, Jack Frost, appears. The dad grabs an axe, not realizing that the snowman is his enemy. And then immediately gets throat fucked to death by the (laughs) handle of the axe.
0: And here's where I realized Jack Frost is a bit of a jokester.
1: Oh, you don't say.
0: Because the first, like, he's like there and like, he starts talking and Tommy or not Tommy's dad Shannon Elizabeth's dad is like huh, who's there and there's the only thing that's there is a fucking snowman and he's like who is it huh? cause someone, he said hey can I have a smoke or something like that and he was like <laughs> who's there huh? and then when he finally like realizes it's the snowman and he like picks the axe up and like shoves it down his throat he says I only axed you for a smoke and I was like <laughs> This guy is a little jokester, and I'm not mad at him.
1: He's a funny boy. He's He's also
2: obsessed with smoking because his first kill in the movie, he says, asks the guy for a smoke, and then he makes a comment about how it's filtered. Again, think cigarettes is
0: cool.
1: Yeah, cigarettes are cool. Cigarettes are fucking cool. I'll
0: keep coming that back all year. (laughs)
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Go get your kids. Kids, what are you fucking doing? Go grab yourself a pack of Marlboro Reds. Go get some cowboy killers, you sons of bitches. Back inside of the house, the wife is immediately strangled with some Christmas lights by Jack Frost, has her face bashed into a box of glass ornaments, and then her dead body is latched to the Christmas tree. Great kill. Incredible kill. Can let me just tell you something fun here i'm gonna blow your mind for a second if you don't mind the film was initially going to be directed by director rennie harlan now my name might not sound familiar to you but he's actually the director behind stallone's cliffhanger the samuel jackson ice cube film deep blue sea okay bruce willis's die hard 2
0: okay
1: and everyone's favorite nightmare and elm street film Nightmare on Street 4, The Dream Master, which that's a lie. No one likes that movie, but he did direct it. However, what's important here is the budget of the film was originally going to be $30 million, and Holy it was going shit. to get a literal A-list director at the time was going to come and do it. But Michael Cooney goes later on to report um, that the reason he ended up directing the film was because the budget was cut so much they couldn't afford to get an actual director to direct it. Then he stated that the final budget for the film was around the same cost as the budget for identity, his crime thrower identity, its catering budget. Now, there's no defined number for what this movie costs to make. But if that is any indication, it is probably around a million dollars that this movie was made on. If that. Yeah,
0: I would say I would say 750 to a million tops. Yes. Realistically, like four fifty five hundred thousand. But it's
1: important to point all of this out. With this particular scene, you Jack Frost is not CGI'd. Like he's a full on fucking mm-hmm. man in a suit. Mm-hmm. So it's incredible looking. All of the kills in this movie also look really good. Yeah. Like, they don't look cheap, fake or shitty. Like when he's like bashing her head into the, the the box of ornaments, obviously it's it's like a dummy's head that gets slammed in. Yeah. But it is so fucking gruesome. It is good. Pretty wild. Mm -hmm. Now the shopkeep from before he shows up to the sheriff's house. He asks if they want some salt. The sheriff gets all upset, blah, 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 blah. It doesn't really matter. He then shows up post death sequence and he confronts the snowman. He manages to escape, and then the police arrive to take a look over the crime scene. The sheriff goes back to the station and meets with FBI agent Manners and his sidekick Stone, referred to from this point forward as the nerd, because that's all he fucking is. And they head back to the crime scene, and the nerd does some science readings on a footprint left inside the house which is interesting because Jack Frost is just a snowman, so it's literally just a blob, but it's a puddle of water. Either way, this, uh, this nerdy fucking sidekick um, is able to determine that Jack Frost can now freeze and unfreeze himself so that he can get into tight corridors. Agent Manners then tells the sheriff to call for a curfew and that he will have a task force there by midnight. The sheriff goes to city hall where they're having the snowman festival and announces the curfew and asks that everyone to stay at city hall together because this town has 25 people in it. It's not very difficult to quarantine everyone inside. Now outside the the shopkeep is having a meltdown, screaming about a killer snowman. Then the FBI agent literally punches the dude square in the face, knocking him out cold. He then lambasts the sheriff for being a useless piece of shit. And then he heads off into the night.
2: After that amazing kill of the wife, the nerd guy then uses what looks like a child's toy to test this footprint. Mm -hmm. And it's literally just like a little splash of water and he's doing his lab testing on it. And I'm not going to lie to you. The scene would have been a little more believable if he had just put the water in a test tube and like kind of held it up. But instead, he's using this toy and he's like beeper, beeper, beep. I know exactly what's going on right now. Sid, this is
1: 1997. Do you think they have labs anywhere? No, we have futuristic sci-fi toys. I mean,
2: I've seen Jack Frost, too, so I know they had labs.
0: I will say um, when like as this is going on, there's also like when the first sheriff's deputy is there. Um, he just pulls out a Pez dispenser. And I'm like, God, this movie's so 1997, dog. When's the last time you had a fucking Pez?
1: That's <laughs> a very good question. You know, I had this teacher in high school who used to collect Pez. That dude was a fucking weirdo. Dude,
0: there's always like weird, like growing up, there was always that one fucking like weirdo, 40 to 50 year old man that collect Pez dispensers. And I'm like, I don't like the vibes you're giving me. Mm-mm. It's very free yeah. candy. Mm-hmm.
2: But also look at the shape of a Pez dispenser. I yeah, mean- it's
0: it, it looks like fucking ecstasy pills, but they are delicious and nutritious. So
1: I think we're we're alluding to the Pez dispensers also look like cheap dildos.
0: Absolutely. Um yeah. Yeah. It hurt a lot, but you know,
1: some motherfucker, some weirdo out there has fucked a pez dispenser. Uh,
0: multiple of people a probably have. How many pez dispensers do you think have been seen in someone's ass via x-ray?
1: So fucking many. Minimum. I, I'm 100%. going
0: I'm going minimum 12.
1: Did you know that the rectum actually causes a suction? So if like it doesn't have this like yep. a butt plug has a base, like it'll just suck right up into your colon. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, dude. That's why so many like Especially like men will like go to the hospital and they're like all like tight ass, just for lack of a better term. And they're like, "Well, have you like put anything up there?" And they're like, "Absolutely not. I love my wife." And then they're like, "Okay." And they do X-rays <laughs> and it's like a fucking NASCAR toy. Just up
1: there. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna die. He's gonna die. A diecast Dale Earnhardt Sr.'s replica wreck car just yeah, wedged just- <laughs> so far up his colon that shit ain't coming back. Yeah, they and have just a once- fucking
0: tentacle dildo. Just- Right you know once you.
1: that comes like once that comes out you know they still take that shit home right
0: Yeah they're like uh this is a 1994 classic there was only 150 of these made I need that back
1: This was <laughs> this like, was uh this was autographed by the the king himself
0: This <laughs> is the intimidator series I need it right now It's oh. real important for my grandkids to have especially now that my ass <laughs> has been in it
1: <laughs> Oh, boy Well one of the <laughs> deputies heads to the shopkeeper's house to check things out but almost hits a snowman in the middle of the road on the way. He goes to investigate, but somehow the snowman hijacks the car and runs over the deputy, which is sick. Great yeah. kill! <laughs> because at this point,
2: at this point, we now know that Jack Frost can turn from a liquid to a solid. Yes, yeah, and just morph back and
0: forth. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, it's been very water bending. Also, he can still he can form himself enough to be able to drive a fucking car.
0: Which is sick. Like he full GTA stole the fucking cop car and was like, I'm out.
1: You know, every time we see every time we see Jack Frost, he's in full three ball snowman form. Yeah. But there's a point there where you have to think, right? That like Jack Frost could just form into just an iceman. Like he could look like the fucking X-Man, but he doesn't. But that's what I love about him is because mm-hmm. he's like, I am so foolhardy that I can just walk around or shuffle around or slide around as a goddamn snowman. I don't need to look like a real dude. Yeah, like I'm snowman. cool enough.
0: I'm co- the personality makes up for the lack of the body.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what my Tinder profile looked like before I met uh, Sydney.
0: You know, just I can accept that.
1: That's fair. The sheriff leaves. Uh, the sheriff's wife leaves city hall to go head home to get more blankets, like a fucking idiot. And while there guess what? A police car pulls up outside. Don't worry though, it's only one of the other deputies. The two leave the house and we see Shannon Elizabeth and the shopkeeper's son, Tommy, sneaking around outside and guess what? They're gonna use the sheriff's empty house to fuck. Because, uh, like I said before, nothing is as big of a turn on to seeing your little brother getting decapitated. Oh boy. Now, before they conceal the deal, Shannon Elizabeth uh, decides she wants to go get ready. And the boy, Tommy, is tasked with pouring some wine and starting a fire. Which I have lots of questions about this. However, Tommy hears a noise outside and goes to investigate. This leads to him being immediately punched in the face by the snowman. Tommy tries to kill it with an ice pick, but that doesn't work. And then Tommy is impaled multiple times with flying icicles.
0: Also, great quote here. um, Mm. Because when Tommy starts hearing shit, he's like crawling on the ground and whispering. Well, mm-hmm. at one point, he says, I'm not a burglar. Okay. Oh, bro, <laughs> hey, sheriff, I'm not a burglar. It's like, no, we just literally are committing breaking and entering. Also, and- you just oh.
1: cracked open a bottle of their wine, which I'm pretty sure is burglary.
0: Yeah, it is. And he's like, I'm not a burglar. And so he's like crawling around on the ground and is like, who's there? Like whispering. I'm like, He it cracks open the door while on yeah, his hands and knees. He literally <laughs> cracked the door open and is like, Hey, who's there? Like, if it was me, I'd be like, Hey, yo, who's outside? You and- either yell or you don't
2: say anything at all. Like, yeah. there's no in-between
0: and- in these moments. So when Jack Frost pops up, because he's like, who's there? And he goes, he just gets in the camera and he's like, well, it ain't fucking Frosty. Died. <laughs> I died. I was such like, a good
1: line. Such, God, such so a good, good. Such And good then he refers
0: line. to himself as the world's most pissed off snow cone. I mean, it's just... One-liners are off the fucking charts.
1: It's beautiful. It reminds me a lot right. of Santa's sleigh. Santa's sleigh has so many incredible one-liners. Mm, like, yeah. when uh, the grandpa gets run over and he's like, Grandpa got run over by a reindeer. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely. Well, upstairs, Shannon Elizabeth has been blow-drying her hair for 10 minutes. Why? Don't know. Outside of plot armor, because the hair dryer drowns out the noise of Tommy whispering. <laughs> so. Yeah this is fine she then decides she wants to go get a bath after blow drying her hair
0: let's go boys
1: so she gets naked and jumps into the bathtub and immediately washes her hair i'm gonna need to i'm gonna need to
2: stop you right here there's just there's so many things first of all we know that her father is definitely abusive at this point because her biggest turn on is going to the sheriff's house to fuck Tommy. Okay. There's something a little weird about that. They've been waiting out there all night just to do this one thing. And then she's like, you know what? We're, we're actually at his house. Will you please just get me some wine and build this big, huge fire in somebody else's house? Cause that's really what would turn me on. Also, I'm just going to go upstairs and use their blow dryer. And I'm going to blow dry my hair for like, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes, and it's going to be fine. So she's blow drying her hair. And then as she hears a noise, instead of going to check out what the noise is, she looks and sees that the bathtub is full and says, oh, Tommy, you shouldn't have, or something about how Tommy did this. I can't remember the line. And goes and gets in the bathtub and immediately dunks her head under the water after she spent all this time blow drying her hair. That is full commitment at this point.
0: This is uh, my expertise area of tit for tat. It's zero, but we did see Shannon Elizabeth's butt cheeks, and that's good enough for me. Woo-hoo!
1: That is not actually 100% accurate.
0: It's not her butt cheeks?
1: No.
2: butt cheeks are they?
1: Actually, there is an uncensored version of this scene.
0: (gasps) You never told us about this?
1: There is an, it. There's an Not un- on Tubi. It's not on Tubi. No, the version on-, on Tubi actually removes the scene where we do see her topless. <gasps> she is indeed fully nude in the DVD cut.
0: I'm buying it tomorrow. So
1: Just a heads up there. Here's another heads up. The water in the tub. Tommy didn't put that there. You know who mm-hmm. did put that there? Jack fucking Frost, remember? Because he can, mm-hmm. you know, go in, up and down and, and, I don't know, science or something. So yeah, you know what he does? He reforms as a snowman, sands his nose, because we see it float up in the water at one point. And then he proceeds to um uh he fucks her to death. He
0: fucks Shannon Elizabeth to death. And I listen, I'm not a jealous person. I don't really care, you know. Watching that, I was like, damn, I wish that was me, huh? <laughs> I was like, there was a, there was a, a, a I just, listen, I've been in love with Shannon Elizabeth since I was 11. It's, I've made that clear, but I,
1: a girl can dream, right? Do you want <laughs> some more trivia just to ruin your night even more, Elizabeth? Please do. So not only is this uh, Shane Elizabeth's first acting role in a movie, but it is also mm-hmm. her first nude scene. She filmed this scene two years before getting breast implants, which she reveals in American Pie in 1999.
0: You know, that's okay. Um, It's kind of like a comparison at that point, like Mm pre-post-op.
1: Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, for sure. sure.
0: And like, if I wanted to get my boobs done, I have no reason to, but if I wanted to, I could be like, so I'm here, Jack Frost, Shane and Elizabeth. I'm trying to be American Pie- Mm -hmm. Jay Silent, Bob Strike Back, Shannon Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. Can we make it happen? Mm -hmm. I only have $10, though.
1: (laughs) Same here. My (laughs) bank account and my savings account.
0: (laughs) What's a savings account?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Or financial choices.
2: We should... (laughs) Oh, sorry. We should also mention that this sexual encounter was not consenting on someone's part. No. And it was middle it? middle of the encounter they snap away from what's happening and someone's just walking by outside and sees an arm flailing and it's like oh hey hi oh I and forgot that's about like that. and it's just like wait why, why why are we like showing the neighbor just like oh my
0: God. yeah because it's like her arms like flailing like to where <laughs> her palms up against the window and it, it like for some <laughs> reason shows an outside shot and it's just like a hand being like hey hey and the neighbor's like oh hey
1: well the, the less we can talk about this one in particular scene probably the better so why don't we move on to the, the police department and they as they find out that the special task force won't arrive at midnight anymore because there's a storm coming through town the nerdy agent blabbers on about something calling in the company or whatever but the conversation is cut short when a police cruiser arrives without a deputy in sight The receptionist picks up a scarf on the ground and then Jack Frost emerges from behind her in full snowman form. The group fright him off and then retreat into the station. The sheriff demands answers and then the FBI tells him it's actually the serial killer Jack Frost who's been turned into a snowman. The sheriff then uses a hairdryer to repel Jack Frost after he barges into the department and he is able to repel him. But that soon doesn't work, and they devise a plan to fill up the building with aerosol cans and blow up the police department, killing the snowman, presumably inside. The nerdy agent protests. Then they try to escape, but realize that they need the keys, so the sheriff runs back to get them and is attacked by a half-melted Jack Frost. He also realizes the shopkeeper was left behind, so he saves him too. They're able to escape, and then through the magic of guns and special effects, they blow up the building by shooting the window, which ignites all the aerosol inside, and Jack Frost is dead.
2: Did anyone else feel like the scene where he's going to grab his keys was like the longest scene in the movie?
1: Yes. Uh, it it was
0: him- so long. It was painfully long. And you could tell like the way it was filmed, like his hands right here, and it's not even outstretched all the way. And he's like, eh, eh. my like, brother. <laughs> reach (laughs) all the way you're like three quarters there i know that elbow's bent just (laughs) straighten it out and you'll get and he's and he's like coughing because there's just as soon as like the first three aerosol cans were set on the ground with the fucking tape on it it was just a fucking fog machine in that bitch and they're all (coughs) about to die And (coughs) aerosol (coughs) hairspray (coughs) bug spray and it was painfully long of him trying to get these keys while the water's pouring in while jack frost is like defrosting to get to the other side of the door and he's like with his three quarters of the way outstretched elbow and i mean painfully long like i was like i kind of like looked down because i had a text at this point in the movie and i like texted back and then like locked my phone to look back up and i was like oh my god he We're
2: probably sent a multiple text back and forth yeah, in the time it, that this scene took place yes this was like, very much this is
1: padding stop it well you know here's the thing that plan doesn't work at all but guess what they did cause like a million dollars in damage to the police department who fucking cares so jack frost he reanimates obviously as a half warped ugly ass snowman which to point out he uses the line hey, look mom i'm picasso which honestly, fucking hilarious, fucking awesome line. So everyone rushes back inside of city hall. Unfortunately, two aren't as lucky and they try to flee inside city hall that the sheriff demands even more answers. So we get an additional plot dump. Basically Jack Frost is a toxic mutant snowman caused by acid from an experiment to help humans survive a global Holocaust. Also, the nerdy guy isn't an FBI agent. He's the scientist who made the mutating acid and is trying to contain Jack Frost for further experiments. I'm going to go ahead and answer both of you right now, which is this plot device makes fuck all sense. Absolutely not. What no is idea a
2: global thought. holocaust?
1: I don't know. I don't I know what the solution is. what
2: a global holocaust is.
1: Beats the fuck out of me, dude. <laughs> Absolutely no fucking idea what any of this means but guess what we're moving on the plan is now is to lure jack frost down into the basement of the city hall and get him into the furnace because apparently that might help even though an explosion didn't kill him so the group head outside and after an earthquake rattles the town (laughs) jack frost comes rumbling down as like a 20 foot tall snowball and um they, they end up getting him inside so he i don't even know how to even say this 25 people from the city use hair dryers and they force him into the furnace melting him once and for all.
2: I do think it's like four of them and they're in like this line like they're going to battle with their hair dryers out as their weapons just like slowly and slowly moving forward. It starts forward to as get four him. people.
0: Wait, did more than four people yes. come? All by the time, by the yeah. time he they oh, are goodness. down to the furnace? There is a fucking crowd and a whole bunch of hair dryers, and I'm like, what is like? How is the power bill going to look after this? Because this is 1997, and those are old, shitty, like 1960s, 1950s hair dryers. Oh yeah, and I'm surprised that they're all even working on the same, uh, like. Extension cord.
2: Oh, well, two two yeah. blow dryers would have blown a fuse at that point. Yeah. A power point. would have been out for Good sure. Point.
1: But guess what? Trash cinema defies all logic. That's true. So everyone heads outside. They all celebrate. But down in the basement, the condensation puddles up. And guess what? Jack Frost reemerges once again. This time he bites the face of Agent Manners, drops him to the ground. He then turns his sights to the scientist. And, um, he goes into his mouth. So, yeah. So, so, um, you know what? We're just going to move on from that. Uh, outside of City Hall, the scientist then walks out. He's all weird and shit, and he looks like a fucking Vincent D'Onofrio from Men in Black 1. He looks like every guy
0: film. that's walked into the hospital with a 1994 <laughs> and two <minute> or two
1: <laughs> <of> <laughs> Yes, actually. A hundred
2: percent.
1: Yes, that is. We bring it back. <laughs> very true. Well, the scientist then immediately um, vomits Jack Frost out of himself.
2: To which Jack Frost goes, don't eat yellow snow. Yes.
1: What? He does say that. He does yeah. say that. The sheriff and his son jump into the police cruiser, but Frost melts his way inside. They get out of the car, and the sheriff slams his son's gross-ass food in his face, which burns a hole in Jack Frost's face. Come to find out, the little shithead put antifreeze in the oatmeal slop. Mm-hmm.
0: So, two things I want to bring up here. Yes. Um, one, with while the sheriff and that fuck ass kid terry are in the like cop car and he's like melting his way in there he's like oh don't worry we'll just fucking dip ditch this place this is fucking police cruiser goes to reach for the keys and old fuck nuts never has his fucking keys ever he's like oh no the keys and i'm like oh my god here like when i'm watching this i'm like here we fucking go again i'm gonna have to watch this guy Pine for his fucking keys for seven more minutes, even though I just saw this ten minutes ago. What the fuck is going on? And then, apparent, I was right. He was keeping the fucking prison slop in his back pocket because he literally just pulls it out, and it's like, oh no, I ha- I have nothing else. Oatmeal, fuck off. Yeah. And that's what ends up getting him. And this kid was trying to kill his dad the entire time, so yeah. that just okay. more proof. Fuck these
1: kids. That's my thing, all right? This little fuck almost killed his dad. Yeah. But guess, hey, you know what? No biggie. because And, and he's
0: like, commemorizes the hero.
1: Oh, antifreeze. Because yeah. guess what? No. Antifreeze is Jack Frost's weakness. And why? I don't know. Science or some shit. Honestly, if you ask me right now, you said, hey, came in. What is antifreeze and what does it do? I'd be like, I don't know. It kills mutant snowmen. It's the I- only thing I fucking know. Trevor, where's Trevor?
0: Trevor? Uh, I'll get him.
1: No, it's fine. Okay, it's fine. We don't need Trevor to come in and explains cars to me and make me <laughs> even less like a man. <laughs> Jeez, I think
0: I think antifreeze goes in your radiator, so that way the water in your radiator doesn't freeze. Like when it gets below freezing, well, certain yeah.
1: That's big brain energy, and I love oh, it. Oh,
0: he's looking at me like I said something really wrong.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the shopkeeper shows up, and he hits Jack Frost with his truck. And the sheriff tells him to be back in five minutes with a fuck ton of antifreeze. So the sheriff distracts Jack with a dick joke and they go on a quick cat and mouse chase in a sex motel before anyone asks, Cayman, how do you know it's a sex motel? Because when he knocks on one of the doors inside, a goat noise is made and you hear a man say, Hey, leave us alone. Give us some privacy. So, uh, yes, that is how we know this is a sex
0: motel. Which I would love to add this sex motel is on top. Of like the general store of this town, like floor one, store, floor two, sex motel.
2: I imagine yeah. this is like a western brothel. Like there's a there's a yeah. store on the bottom, mm. and then okay. there's three rooms up top that people rent for various reasons, and hmm. one of them has to do with a goat.
1: Do you think like, hear me out that they got 20% off on those rooms? Probably. Absolutely.
0: If I mean- if if the guy that's right now in the in like the movie that is going to get the antifreeze which he's like oh i just got a big shipment in of course he's fucking plugging his business all the time he's girl bossing um <laughs> if he owns it they probably did get 20 percent off
1: good i hope they did everyone deserves they a did nice 20 christmas discount i do want to point out though just to tell you and show you how cheap of a movie this was made for this movie was shot on short ends, which for people who listen to the show, every time we bring this up, this is more often than not going to be a Fred Olin Ray film because that motherfucker made all of his movies on leftover film reels. So good on them. They use short ends and they made a movie out of it. Now, Frost traps the sheriff inside of one of the rooms and then stabs him in the chest with an icicle. But the sheriff goes super saying he jumps out a window with Jack attached and dives into the truck bed of the shopkeeper's truck, which is, guess what, filled with antifreeze. Dunked his ass. Then the sheriff rips out the snowman's heart and crushes it in his hands. Great kill, again. Now, here's the problem, though. Jack Frost's arm is still alive, and it is attached to the sun, so they baptize him in the antifreeze, and everyone is safe once again. We cut to mourning. The cavalry has finally arrived, but it's okay. The sheriff has hurried up and buried all of the remains of Jack Frost in a six foot hole with roughly 700 gallons of antifreeze stacked on top. Roll credits. Jack here's, Frost, everyone.
0: Here's what's a good uh, thing to note. Um... The antifreeze brand is called Antifrost, which I thought it was is. a cute little cheeky oh. nod. It is. I wrote Like, that anti-Jack down Frost. Um, and also, when I was watching this, and after the sheriff dunks him from a two-story window into the oldest truck bed I've ever seen, and didn't get hurt, I was like, hmm. I thought if you got antifreeze on like, on your body, like on your skin, it hurts. Like, it burns you.
2: Okay. Oh, I my asked, God. I,
0: I asked Trevor.
2: Please. I was what like, did he say? Mm.
0: Um, he said it doesn't. And I was like, oh, okay. Well,
2: I did so much research because I was like, there's no way antifreeze gets on your skin and you literally bathe in it, baptize your son in it. And then you're like, everything's
0: fine. Yeah. I don't think you're supposed to like ingest it, obviously, but like getting it on your skin is a okay. Apparently from the professional.
2: This is when I go a little bit outside of the realm of dumpster boy came and darty because I'm like, didn't sam the sheriff just get mm-hmm. a giant stab wound in his chest mm-hmm. and then bathe in it so that does seem a little iffy to me
0: mm-hmm. he only probably because i was
2: trying to sorry go ahead
0: no you're fine i was gonna say he probably more than likely if he didn't should go to the hospital afterwards and just make sure he's good um not only from the stab itself but then getting antifreeze in the stab itself. Um, and then counseling, because this guy, I had it in my notes earlier, this guy's the sheriff of this town, so he's been a cop, and he's like 40, so he's been a cop, we'll call it 15 years at least, and this one guy has him fucked up where he kept all the, like, magazine letters, it's like all of the magazine Like letters that are cut out, and it's like Like I'll fucking kill you. Yeah, Yeah.
1: (laughs) I'm gonna fucking kill you and your family. Hold on, how many times do you think a small town like that actually has a serial killer? So, like my hometown, we had from the the time that I remember, we only had like one high profile death in my Mm -hmm. hometown. Growing up at 32 years now, only one high profile death that happened. Mm -hmm. It made it on that made it on. Was it Nancy Grace? That old bag that just sensationalized everything. (laughs) She there was, were
0: cigarettes that burned that trailer down. <laughs> I don't believe it.
1: <laughs> yeah, she had. She did an exposé. She showed up to town. Actually, came in the restaurant. I was working at. This is a long story. Either way, it doesn't matter. What I'm saying is, like, <laughs> if I'm the sheriff of town who's never seen anything crazy, and I'm getting serial killer letters, I'm keeping those. I'm just okay. Um,
2: wait, I need I mean, to add here mm-hmm. that this is everybody's push to watch Jack Frost too. Because the opening of Jack Frost 2 happens to be him at counseling.
0: Okay. So Yeah, because yeah. it did set up for a sequel very well does, because yes. when like they're burying just the they literally took the tarp that was holding this antifreeze, which I don't think that that would hold it, but I mean, no, don't ask me. I'm I don't I, I don't know. Well, um fine. and they just like funnel it back into the containers and they're like, mm, we're just gonna bury this out back in the middle of the woods. This is Colorado, nobody fucking cares um
1: there
0: um it like the camera like pans down and like of course goes and can like see underground because this is movies and this is movie magic now the fucking when you see the anti-frost logo it's like bright green like antifreeze is normally and it starts bubbling up and you're like oh ho, ho, he not dead no mm, no no he's not dead and then you that's when it, it boom cuts black roll credits
1: you're correct elizabeth yeah. it actually Sets up the sequel, which is Drag Frost 2 Return of the Mutant Killer Snowman. So,
0: which takes place in, Hawaii, in like the Caribbean?
1: In, in the Bahamas, but we will get yeah, to that.
0: Killing and killing.
1: Next trash mess. With that being said, we have rolled credits and we have come to the end of the episode. We ask the question save it or can it? So, I'm going to start off with Sydney. Sydney, I want you to tell me save it or can it?
2: wholeheartedly save this and watch this every Christmas. You need it in your life. It is there for a purpose. And I recommend watching number two with equally high expectations, of course. But I am on board for saving this. I think that this is one that has stuck with me, as I said in the beginning, and will continue to stick with me. And I will recommend it to anyone who's looking for a great, fun little, Christmas tidbit for
1: sure. All right. Well, thank you, said Liz. Let's go to you next. Would you save this film or would you can this film?
0: So, as I mentioned in my first thoughts, how I had no preconceived notions, didn't even know what it was about. Thought we were talking about the Michael Keaton one. Um, I really enjoyed this. Like, it is a very like shitty movie, right? Like, I like it. It is an acquired taste. And I have acquired that taste. And I'm keeping it for the one-liners, the cheesy one-liners. That mm-hmm. is just the entire script that um Jack Frost had. Um, what was it? Scott McDonald?
1: Scott McDonald.
0: Yeah. His entire script, Scott McDonald's, keeping it for that, and also keeping it because Shannon Elizabeth's in it. I mean what what more could he want? Zero yeah. on my tip for tat scale, but apparently. There's an uncut one which I will be purchasing and watching because Good
1: deal. my copy this is important to me. <laughs> All right. So for me, my save can obviously this is going to be a, a piping hot save. I love this movie. This is one of my favorite Christmas movies, as I've said before. If you listen to our trash talk episode, this is one that Bennett mentioned that everyone should check out. It's on Tubi. It's free. It's an hour and a half. It's quick, fun. There's just a little bit of sagging specifically in the scene where they try to blow up the police station that we mentioned. Honestly, look at your phone through that. It takes no time to get through it. But it takes 10 it's minutes done, too long. Yeah, it's this movie's a ton of fun. It's fast enough paced that you can get in, you get out, you get a lot of really funny one-liners. So if you're expecting like Chucky or Freddy level humor, that's what you're gonna get. But you're also set at Christmas with a fucking killer snowman. If I can't sell you on the pitch of a killer snowman and these two haven't either, then you are lost and you need help. Uh, but either way for me, this is a definite save. So that is a sweep across the board. We are all saving this film. And if you've enjoyed the show, please rate, review and share the hell of it your friends, loved ones, worst of enemies. I'm going word of mouth is key here. And we aren't beggars also. Uh, fuck Keith. Fuck him. If, you- <laughs> if, you're- he- if you're interested in video games, check out our sister podcast, the Spolly Games podcast, and all of your favorite streaming services. We also have a YouTube channel and a Twitch channel. Uh, that we stream every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, so come check us out. And speaking of Twitch channels, Liz, you are a Twitch streamer who is back streaming once again. Take a little bit of time off. So tell the people at home where they can find you and check you out while you play video games.
0: You can find me at twitch.tv slash with it, 2014. And you can also find me on Instagram under the same handle and Twitter minus the 2014.
1: All right, now Sid has uh, has done probably the smartest move of every person on this show, and she has avoided using social media forever. So I'm not even going to ask her because she's just going to tell you. I you will say this. I home will home say today. this.
2: You guys should all follow. All of the socials for Spotlight Save Trash Cinema. And also, as someone who plays games with Liz, you should check her out because she's fucking hilarious and it is definitely worth it.
0: I will say, I can't even believe I forgot to mention this. Um, Dead by Daylight's um, like holiday theme is now, and they did it last year, but they brought it back this year where you can like hop in a snowman. This snowman ruined it for me. So I was like, (laughs) (laughs) woo. And the killers oh can jump in snowmen this year. So it yes. there literally is going to be Jack Frost moments happening in, in DVD now. So
1: we'd love, love to it. see it. Well, you can follow me at Kid and You can follow our sister podcast at Spot Games Pod on Twitter and Spotlight Games Pod on Instagram. And you can find the STC handle at Save Trash Cinema on all socials. Merry Trashmas. And remember, fight big box office, save trash cinema.
2: merry trashmas everyone and welcome to save trash cinema the podcast where exploration (laughs) okay can we just do i just keep going yeah okay